We're watching films on the toilet Cause that's what dads have to do When the movie's unsuitable for your kids Then pretend you need a number two If you need a break from your family or spouse There's a lavatorial picture house Watch Terminator 2 while you're sitting on the loo Enjoy the whole of Rambo 4 with your trousers on the floor We're watching films on the toilet How about you? Fat Man Scoop uh, oh, jeez. Oh. oh, no, don't let me down. Man, come on. Come on, Fat Man Scoop. Oh, come on. It's a clan. Fat Man Scoop. Cr- cr- crush. Crush it. <laughs> crush it good. Fat Man Scoop, crush it good. Crush it good. It's Crookling Clan. Crookling Clan. Crookling Clan. Oh. So what the clans I know, I know Wu-Tang Clan, of course. I know um, the clan. The, obviously, the, the clan, the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Flip mode. The flip mode squad. So they're not a clan. No, they're, they're a squad. That's Different. the only other clan that I knew. What? So Wu Tang. Banana Clan is that? Um, <laughs> I'm sure Roots Maneuver says something about Banana Clan in Witness the Fitness. Okay, check it. Find out. Yeah, I summon up the power of Banana Clan. Banana Clan. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I do know a clan in your face. You do know a clan, but you didn't get Crooklyn Clan. Crooklyn. I want you to make a promise right here, right now. Yeah. If we ever mm-hmm. get uh, 10,000 listeners to one episode, yeah. you've got to get Crooklyn Clan tattooed on your <laughs> on your chest. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. In like massive Gothic style letters. Yeah, like gang yeah. font. Oral shake on it? Yeah, yeah. yeah good. Okay. Oral shake? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Sounds horrible. But like, but, uh, sorry. <laughs> verbal shake. Did you say verbal agreement? <laughs> <laughs> Oral shake, yeah. Yeah. Crook and clan. That would suit you. Yeah. When you play ball on the courts, mm. you're a few points down. People are thinking, oh, this, this guy's, there's nothing to him. Mm-hmm. Then you take your shirt off and you've got <laughs> Crooklyn Clan. Crooklyn Clan. Yeah. Written in, in that gothic font on your chest. They're going to be like, whoa, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and they'll yeah. be so intimidated that you'll win. I mean, you're always talking about law courts, aren't you? When you That's say right. court. Yeah. What other sort of court yeah, is that? That's there? it. Yeah. Not a lawyer, by the way. Uh, no, you're not a lawyer. You'll never find out my jobs, ever. Jobs? Yeah, I've got two jobs. Mm. This isn't one of them, is it? Well, no. I mean, you can't play Ben because you know what they are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, is it? <laughs> oh, this is a fun game. Guess Eamon's jobs. Yeah, no, I know your jobs. Um, Hello, everyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Didn't see you there. We were just having a nice chat there. In the words of Chad Kroger, there's been a while. Yeah, that's right. Do you know what I mean? Me and Ben had a massive fallout, FYI. Oh, so God. We've not been on the airwaves. Well, I didn't like that new jumper you bought, did I? No, you, you did not. And I stand by that. Yeah. I'm sorry, you asked my opinion. I told you. Mm-hmm. Apparently, someone can't take criticism. Well, I think it was more... It's very much like a United Colours of Benetton <laughs> vibe that I had going on. And you're like, don't like it, get rid. That was right. I was like, I think, you know, what's what I like yeah. the multicolored nature of this. It feels like an inclusive jumper, and you're like, no, <laughs> one color only. I am very much a a one color jumper kind of guy. Where do you stand? Middle. Mm-hmm. I'm forty. You're almost forty. Rub it in. Do you think there's a cutoff point for men uh, in terms of their age wearing t-shirts with writing or logo? You know, well, the, logos. The kind on of t-shirts them. that I always wear. Yeah, like with movies on and stuff. Yeah. 
Uh, no. Let me make uh, okay, a caveat to that. Wearing them out. Yeah. Obviously, it's nice to wear them around the house. They're comfortable. And mm-hmm. but do you think there should be a limit on wearing them outside? You know, when you go out to meet friends or whatever. Are you trying to tell me that I should stop wearing the t-shirts that I wear? Well, I when thought I'm you'd take it as like a hint when when we go. Yeah, out it was really subtle. And you're wearing like a t-shirt with Pearl Jam on it. <sighs> I haven't got a Pearl Jam. The rest of us are in dinner jackets. <laughs> yeah. What? Um. I don't think we've ever been out to a place where you would have to wear a dinner jacket no, no. i absolutely hate things where you have to wear that sort of yeah, stuff it's just pointless i'd much rather wear a t-shirt yeah i was once went to a wedding in sheffield and i forgot mm. to pack a shirt <laughs> <laughs> so when we got there obviously this it was in like a suburb so it wasn't near any shops yeah so i became dangerously close to wearing a t-shirt with a dinner jacket top on and i'm actually mm. beginning to feel actually do you know what? this might really work yeah. i might be that guy cool guy oh my god you look pretty cool what As was the t- t-shirt it's just yeah, it was just like a regular plain t-shirt not like a snow patrol t-shirt or... it, uh, it wasn't a snow patrol it was lightning seats it's a lightning seats <laughs> oh. t-shirt oh cool you know joyification cool. with the uh, big strawberry it was that one could have pulled that off i yeah. should have done but in the end my friend sid came through with a shirt which was about eight sizes too small for me <laughs> so i went from almost being the bell of the ball to being like to being the bell of the ball <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah yeah anyway yeah i thought <laughs> we had a chat about not doing these very chatty intros anymore but hey here we are there welcome we are. to watching films on the top <laughs> yeah it has been a while but mm. we we have returned we are fresh we are clean and we are raring to go. Only one of those is true. Yeah. What's this podcast about for anyone that may have just joined us? Sure. We are two middle-aged we men are. with young kids mm-hmm. and middle-aged wives. They'll love that. Yeah. Well, every time you say like young kids and wives, it makes it sound like I'm sh- we're bragging about having young wives, but they're not. It's true. Yeah. They're the same age. So if we want to watch really violent films that we can't show to our kids or that our wives are not really fussed about the only place we can watch them is in the toilet that's the only choice we have and if if you're one of our american listeners and you get confused let me rephrase this is watching movies on the john that was a long john or watching movies on the can oh okay it's strange that you're stretching those words out because we don't normally say watching films on the toilet i think americans like saying long Long words last year. Do they? Okay, good. So today we're going to be chatting about Nobody, which was a Bob Odenkirk starring action thriller directed by Eluya Nashula. We're going to chat about that later. Ooh. But what, what have you been up to, Eamon, in all this time? Not very much. What have you been up to, Ben? I've been to the cinema a few times. Oh, yeah. Which is really lovely. Except for one time when I booked seats in the theatre for myself and my wife. Yeah. I booked seats not right at the back, towards the back to get a good view of the screen. Got in there and a lady took our ticket and said, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Mm. Um, We've had to change your seats. We've put you in a sofa. So, oh, pretty sweet. Sofas are good. Um, Because someone had an accident in your (laughs) seats. Oh. Mm. Now, obviously, she didn't go into any detail, but we can imagine yeah. what took place so i said okay that's fine we're in a sofa anyway 
she puts on a sofa right at the front of the screen on the side. So the view of the screen was sort of very low diagonal angle, yeah. which was not what I wanted. So I went back and said, thank you, obviously, for changing our seats. But do you have any others? Mm. Because I can't really see the film now. Yeah. And she said, no, I could put you back in those other seats, but you really wouldn't want mm. to go in there. Not after the accident that that person oh, had. Wow. So I... I really don't know what happened. Mm. I think they were taped off. <laughs> so maybe someone was um, was shot. They called it an accident, though. So do you think they shot themselves? Yeah, they didn't want to give away too many details because that would be disrespectful, wouldn't it? Have you ever seen that video of that American... Uh, I think it's a policeman. He's in a classroom and he's talking about gun safety. Mm. And as he's doing that, he shoots himself in the leg. <laughs> It's just like it's okay, it's okay. He tries to like, yes. he tries to really style it out and, yeah. and still talk about it. like he's still going off his like talking points. It's just like so this has happened. Yeah. So we need to do these things. It's just like you, you lose all authority if you shoot yourself in the leg whilst delivering a you how do. to not shoot yourself in the leg sermon. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of the opposite of what it's meant to be, isn't it? Yeah. I did see one of a guy again in America who's teaching people how to fire a very large it looked like a magnum gun mm. a shooting range and he had it in his hand and he was saying don't do this and then bang it went off and it, the kickback sort of bumped it against his head <laughs> he almost he almost shot himself in the head but again he tried to style it out yeah. like it, it's okay I think someone said oh, are you okay he's like yeah I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine mm. and you could, he was shaking <laughs> like he couldn't go on doing <laughs> the talk <laughs> Because he was shaking yeah. because he'd nearly killed himself. Um, can't style that out. You just can't style it out. I'd love to meet the person who could almost kill themselves by accident and then yeah. go on to deliver like a flawless like talk <laughs> on whatever it was they're talking about. That's how they should start TED Talks and then see who <laughs> gets through it. Because that is a true display every ted of, talk uh, of should start with a round of russian roulette mm. <laughs> you get 10 of the best speakers on the planet in a room together <laughs> and uh, only yeah. one makes it out alive well your thesis on new neuroscience i'm sure is interesting <laughs> but before you get to talk about that take this gun spin the barrel let's see what yeah, happens it's a good idea i think ted talks need a little bit of shaking up well, i would watch the hell out of those <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. Especially if it was like a talk on global warming. Yeah. And you're like, oh, great, here we go. <laughs> here we go. And then like, they can't have to do their Russian roulette. And then, <laughs> you'd be like, yes, brilliant. What if they shot themselves? Yeah, if they shot themselves and died. You'd be like, yes. What's the... Can't wait for the next talk, <laughs> which is pinball machines. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, God. <laughs> imagine if you went to like a TED event and just... You know, every so often, everyone on the roster would end up killing themselves. Like, just statistically, it would happen. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think it's a bit disappointing. You know what? They could do that on the Jonathan Ross show. Oh, man, I would love that. Would that would work, wouldn't it? In that guest room. Next out, here's Ollie Murth to tell us about his new single. Afraid <laughs> not Ollie Murth. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be up for that. And I'd insist that Jonathan Ross had to do it at the top of every show as well. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, John Bishop will be hosting the show tonight because Jonathan Ross just blew his head off. <laughs> God, that's even worse, isn't I it? I know. Oh, I think this is something that could be introduced, definitely. 
That would snazz any show up. It would snazz it up. In fact, I think we should start a show called Snazz. And you wouldn't have to be... <laughs> you, you know how like there's like break bumpers on like You've Been Framed or whatever. They'll just show like, show like a random clip. Yeah. On like Songs of Praise. If every so often they just started Songs of Praise with just a random shot of someone <laughs> somewhere playing Russian roulette, you'd be like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, you would. Well, no, it would be like, you know... <laughs> On um on catchphrase, mm. they used to give one to the audience, didn't they? Yeah. To figure out during the break. That's right. So someone would load up the gun, put it at their head. <laughs> you have to guess if they blow their brains out or not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'd find out. You'd be chatting away with, it with your kids. Break. What do you th- What do you think, Johnny? Is he, he going to murder himself? For anyone that had just switched on. And they get, yeah, they get like a Sainsbury's advert. Yeah. And then it cuts back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, God. It'd be like, catchphrase is brought to you by Morrison's. <laughs> <laughs> and they completely ignore it in the show as well. Right, let's get on, let's get on with the show. <laughs> Definitely snaz. I mean, to tie this all up... <laughs> I'm fairly sure that no one took their own life yeah. in the seats that I was meant to sit in at the <laughs> cinema. I don't, think. I don't think that happened. Mm. I think maybe they just did a poo. We got any letters or anything? I feel like we might get some next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bunch of TV execs saying, please yeah. let us use your idea. Guys! <laughs> It was yeah. so refreshing to hear your idea <laughs> about Russian roulette. We were so excited. Yeah. We did have a letter. It's a very short one. We got an email. This is uh, something we spoke about on the last podcast many moons ago. Dear watching films on the toilet, thank you for not calling me a fat <laughs> Yours sincerely, James Corden. Yeah. No, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't. We did definitely didn't. We went out of our way. <laughs> we went out of our way to not call him that. Yeah, yeah. And in fairness to James Corden, he's owned that thing that he is. He has. He just doesn't like being called big, which I, I totally get. I, I understand. Good for him. We had another short bit of correspondence this week as well. Oh, yeah. It was um, one of our actual regular listeners, our mm. good friend from school, Foz. Yeah. Hey, shout out, Foz. Oh, He... Uh, sent in a made-up actor, character name, and movie. Ah, oh, I love that. Which we, we discussed some of those last mm-hmm. week. So, yeah, this was his. Right. Yeah, ready? let's do it, man. Ken Salazar is Josiah Pugh in Bushpocalypse. Oh. Hey, that's Bush a good Apocalypse, movie, right? Sam, I'd watch that. That's a great movie. I'm hoping... That was great. Thank you, Foz. I would watch that. Yeah, you imagine a world without bushes. I know, right? It'd be very flat. <laughs> it would, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be anywhere for uh, little hedgehogs to hide. No. Oh, man. Have you got any more films? I had one. Well, let's join in two. Come on, you do one. Uh, so this is... Uh... <clears throat> this summer, Fingers O'Hulahan is strong Philip in... The punch before time. Ooh, that's drama. That is. That's drama. I'd love to watch that. Do you have one? I do. I do. Mine's a slightly more upbeat one. Oh. 
This summer, Prince Murph is Winston Wigwam in The Christmas Turkey. <laughs> Tell you what, man. That one's all about the turkey. <laughs> it's all about. <laughs> Good one, man. Cool. Right. Have we got any... Um, Oh, what would French for toilet news be? News de la toilette? Very good. Why is that? I don't know why it's French themed, but there you go. Pretty sure that's uh, not French, but uh, there we go. Okay, so this is from the, the Sun. Ah, oh, love it. The Beano yeah. of newspapers. <laughs> it's this quality read. Uh, stinking rich. Bizarre money toilet turns your poo into cash to buy coffee, food and books. Oh. Mm. Toilet that turns human waste into digital money is in use at a university in South Korea. Students who use the toilet can earn 10 ghoul yeah. a day, which I think that's the digital currency, which is enough to get them coffee, bananas, or even books on the university campus. Long story short, this guy collects the poo and converts it into energy in the form of biogas. Yeah. So it's pretty clever. Um, what do you think about that? I'd happily get paid to sit on the bog. Mm-hmm. I worry that there's an incentive for people to eat things that aren't good for them so that they purposely end up on the toilet. You people are going to abuse that system. I think they might. I think they might take laxatives or if you were, like me, intolerant to eggs. Mm-hmm. You know, I could eat a load of eggs, spend the day on the toilet, an absolute fortune. So that'd be a really good, like, money-making scam in, like, a film, wouldn't mm. it? You got to the end of the day to get me my money. Mm. And then, like, that guy and his group of mates are like, wait a second, I've got an idea. Yeah, and then uh, they just eat like dates. Yeah, for like a few hours, and then spend the rest of the rest of the time coining it on the bog. Oh, what have you written a script for that? Or that's right, it's being optioned by Imagine <laughs> Entertainment. <laughs> oh, Ron Howard loves us, doesn't he? He does. What do you remember? He he is also optioned our our zombie Uber driver. That's right. Drama. Ooh. <laughs> um, that's right. I have to say that's your best impression to date. The zombie Uber driver. Yeah, yeah that's not a compliment, but. Um, Ron Howard, yeah, he, he's well up for it. I think could be a great heist film. They all have a unique allergy, um, <laughs> and right. they all play on that in order yeah. to spend the most time on the what? Oh yeah, on the jam. On the jam. Yeah. Hey, let's go get our allergens and spend some time on the can. <laughs> That's what they say. That's right. Yeah. My wife has just walked past with a glass of wine. She just gave me this look of like, what the hell are you talking about? I don't think anyone will question why your wife drinks, Eamon. <laughs> That's right. No, brilliant idea. Brilliant idea. We are reinventing entertainment right now. And if no one mm. cashes in on our ideas, then then more fool them. I imagine uh, James Corden will uh, introduce a segment on his late night show. He could get one of his mates, him and Harry Styles, mm. chained to a cinema seat. Yeah. Nothing to eat but a massive box of bran flakes. Yes. And uh, whoever shits themselves first uh, wins. <laughs> Do you know what? I would, legit, I'd be way happier watching that than Love Island. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> because no one's getting hurt. There's no one being taken advantage of. Yeah. Just a couple of famous Willing idiots. Willing contestants. No, only James Corden. And his horrible celebrity friends. The idea is to get food to run through James Corden like shit through a goose. And by the way, it's the name of the segment. Is that and a phrase? Pretty sure it is. Hang on, let me, let me, let me. I know what I've done wrong. Shit through a goose. <laughs> That's it, isn't it? Um, 
like eggs through a goose. <laughs> that's what geese are famous for doing, laying an egg and eating it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The circle of life. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this again, this is one of these times where I wish you could see what I'm seeing, which is Ben doing like a puppet of a goose with his hand biting his other finger and going, ah! <laughs> Yeah, I would say that's my greatest... Oh, no, geese are more like, huh, aren't they? Like uh, Fred Test. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Oh, I'd love to see a goose with a red cap. (laughs) Pointed backwards. All right. It's with another goose painted completely black. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, any more toilet news? I do, yeah. NBC SH mm. star T show ultimate slip and slide production shut down over explosive diarrhea outbreak. Oh. So slip and slide is, uh, if you don't know, people laying out plastic rubber mats yeah. down a hill, yeah. chuck a load of water on it, and it's really slippery, and you go shooting down the hill. Sounds amazing. It does sound so cool. I'd love to do it. Yeah. Um, they had to to stop it because, uh, according to a person with knowledge of the production. The outbreak of awful explosive diarrhea left people collapsing on set and being forced to run into porta potties. That's disgusting. Did they air that episode? I think some have been recorded, but they didn't get to record the finale, so I don't think they're going to. Ah. There's a um, couple of shows. Yeah. They were like those total wipeout type shows. Yeah, it was one where people got thrown off into water. Hole in the wall was a good show. Hole in the wall. Oh yeah, that's great. If you ever want to see. A B-list celebrity's junk really clearly through like a silver spandex outfit. That's your show. I wonder what Darren Goff's cock and balls look like. Well, my friend, wonder no more. Here they are in all their glory. And they're going to stand still for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, they stand still so you can really see them poking out. Well, well. Uh... A hole in a wall, which is really not fit for their body shape, comes at them quite slowly. <clears throat> the thing about a show like that is people who invent it spend so much time patting themselves on the back about it because it's just actually very simple. It's so simple. Yeah, it's such yeah. a simple concept. It's brilliant. Aren't we brilliant for inventing that? Yeah. No, I don't want to see the hates from steps, like junk. <laughs> I'm not sure if that was the main sort of format point. It became the main bit of it for me. It's just, just like that's. I would look at the EPG and I'd be like, "Yeah, who are the guests? Do you want to see their junk? Yes, let's yeah. watch." Oh, it. Lisa Faulkner's on. Okay. Well, that's the thing. It's ahead of its time, really, because if you're a lady, everything's kind of tastefully sort of padded out, yeah. so you can't see anything. No such luck if you're a guy. No, you get to see everything. Everything. So that's the end of the toilet news. Certainly is. This week's film, Nobody. So, Ben, how many sittings did it take you to watch this film? Well, I watched it in one. Mm. Obviously, this week we had to go to the cinema to watch the film. But in keeping with our responsibilities for this show, I spent quite a few weeks going around London cinemas until I found one with toilets that were next to Mm. a cinema screen. And I got one of those drills that, you know, you do by hand the hand crank yeah a hand crank Mm. like they used them for medicine in the 1800s and stuff that's right yeah drill a hole in someone's head relieve the pressure that kind of trepanation that's cool you know all the words don't you that's one of my jobs are you an 18th century that's one of my jobs yeah drill holes in people's heads (laughs) 
that's good. Just in the back alley capacity, I'm not fully. See, I know what your jobs are, but still, I believed you right then. And yeah, so I drilled a hole in the wall, and I was able to sit on the toilet in the cubicle and watch the movie at the same time. One sitting, boom. Thank you. Well done, Bravo. Bravo. Dedication to the show. Don't question it. I would absolutely love a spy hole. Do you know what the best spy hole is? No. It's where the eye hole lines up perfectly with the eye of an oil painting of like an 18th century person. Oh. So you pull out the bit. Yeah. And then your eye replaces their eye. And ah. You look around <laughs> and see stuff. That's the perfect spy Perfect. Hole. If I had one of those in my house, I'd be truly happy. I think your family would maybe not be happy. We'd be like watching TV. I'd be like, just, yeah. just popping out for a minute. And then <laughs> just pop next door and just start spying on them all. Yeah. And they'd be like, Dad, are you watching TV through the wall again? I'd be like, yeah. No. I'm in the spy. <laughs> no, it's the painting. <laughs> no, I'm just a painting. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> Wow, that's pretty sweet. We should get pretty one. Sweet. I would love one. Okay, so you, how did you watch the film? Um, like that? I went to the pictures, but out of a sense of duty, uh, I was only allowed to snack on uh, a massive box of all brown. Ah, right. And okay. there's this thing you can order from you know, an off menu item from Starbucks brand called Liquid Cocaine. And it's all right. um, five shots of espresso and like two big pumps of white chocolate syrup. Wow. So, anyway, I had two of those. And a massive box yeah. of brand. So I went to the toilet 18 times. Brilliant. During that That's film. good. Yeah. Did you see much of the film? Barely any. I'll be very interested to hear what you thought of it. <laughs> so is that what you drank for me this week then? Just those no. two? No. Oh, okay. I actually, I, I went out for a drink this week with my friend Des, who's a uh, dad of one of my daughter's friends. This is the most I've drunk for ages, by the way. And I was describing mm. to him... When I walked back to this Irish pub at uni, all these people used to order a pint of Guinness with a Tia Maria inside. All right. It sounded horrible. Yeah. So I tried one. Actually, pretty nice. So I had one of those the other night. And the next day I woke up with gout. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. They gave me the, the rich gentleman's disease. So never drink it. All right, cool. So how long do I get? You have a minute and 22 seconds. Okay, that's not bad. All right. You ready to go? I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one, go. So, Bob Odenkirk plays a boring dude with a boring job and a boring family. One night, a couple of thieves break into his house. He has the opportunity to give them a beating, but he lets them leave instead, like a right girly man. (coughs) Everyone's disappointed that he didn't have a go at them. And after he contacts his half-brother on a hidden radio, we get the impression that he might be hiding something. Then he finds his daughter's cat bracelet went missing. And I think we can all agree that is not okay. So he goes looking for the robbers. But then finds out they did it to get some money for their sick baby. And he feels bad. And he's even more full of rage. Which he ends up taking out on a bunch of jerks who harass a woman on a bus. And when I say taking out, I mean he practically kills them. Unfortunately, one of the lads he put in hospital was the son of a Russian crime lord slash psychopath. He sends a bunch of dudes with guns to Bob's house and they don't last long. But he has to send his family away to a secret safe place so they don't get hurt. 
and he has to blow up his lovely house. Turns out Bob used to be an auditor, which is an assassin employed by intelligence agencies who left that life behind to start a family. Bob decides to put an end to all the Russian business and lures them all into a factory that he's rigged with Home Alone-style traps that will kill you. Things get heavy, but he's joined by his dad, Christopher Lloyd, and his half-brother, Rizza, and they put an end to the bad men, and everything's okay. The end! Oh, very nice. One minute 26 there. Mm. You would have made it on time if you didn't do that flamboyant end. There is no way that lasted for four seconds. <laughs> it, was, it was four seconds, Ben. Play it back. Such a lawyer. It will be when I distort it in the edit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Nobody. It was meant to start. The film was going to start with the robbery. But then they added on that part with just like the repetition of his yeah. day and how he was worn down. I loved that it, bit. I thought it was, it was a great very, It felt like an homage to Edgar Wright. Yes. It was a very Edgar yeah. Wright type montage. You know, you get a great insight into his life and that he's bored and that he's, I guess he was ultimately playing the part of what he thought the, the family man was. Have you ever had a, a fantasy slash nightmare about people breaking into your house? Not really. I, I hide. I have a little hole in the wall that I hide in. I have to crease myself up to fit in there. <laughs> and I, I hide in there every other night. I just, so you just there, squeeze in? Squeeze in. Just yeah. waiting for, for the baddies to come. Is it until you fall asleep and kind of slip down? Until, until <laughs> I pass out and just like slide yeah out of the hole in fact it's like i kind of pop out it's like watching a puppy being born i just <laughs> shoot out of the wall there's a thump they know that dad's okay there he comes. there's the greasy dad on the kitchen floor again <laughs> oh dad's all greasy again <laughs> no yeah. burglars then <laughs> not, th not this time what fantasies have you had my thought is i wait for them to do whatever they want to do and then i when they're going downstairs ah push them down the stairs boom, 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 boom. And mm. then that's the end. Okay, so you ends with you murdering them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess I am. But, you know, shouldn't have broken into my house. I liked his physique as well, because he didn't look super jacked. I always hate that in, in like films where you've just got like The Rock playing like an accountant. Yeah. That'll be like Danny DeVito playing his boss, like coming in, like tearing strips off him. You, know, you get yeah. out of here, you bum! And like the rock's like, oh, sorry, sir. I think we've talked about this maybe with Arnie as mm. well. They can't play normal men yeah. in a grounded film. It has to become this sort of weird kind of hyper-reality yeah. in which they would be a normal man. Well, if, if that was real life, like every new person they'd meet would be like, f***ing hell, you're jacked. <laughs> like, that's what they would do. Oh, my God, you're enormous. Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> You're an accountant. Don't think so, mate. Are you? Yeah, it'd be like 10 minutes of prodding, like <laughs> giving the game away. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But with Bob, yeah. he really did pull off average Joe, normal guy. But so, yeah, anyway, so you got Bob. He's a normal dude, seemingly. Who else you got? Connie N Nielsen? You got Christopher Lloyd. Still looking surprisingly young. He did. Yeah. I was. You would think he was about 100 by now. And you got the RZA as well. He looked older than Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> Yeah, nice to see Michael Ironside. He's become more like Michael Fat Ass. <laughs> oh, good pun. Yeah. I was I was going to say exactly the same thing about Michael Ironside. I wasn't going to diss him yeah. like you did, <laughs> but it was great. It was really exciting to see Michael Ironside again. He has a real quality to him. He's been in some bad films, but he's never bad in a film. 
Yes, that's right. This film obviously doesn't break any new ground, and I, and I know the the filmmakers wouldn't pretend that it does. It, it's just an excuse mm. for a good ruck. Um, it put yeah. me in mind of a lot of other films, so like Taken, uh, Death Sentence that we we watched on this show. Yeah, uh, John Wick. But it was written by Derek Kolstad, mm. who wrote the John Wick films, so it wasn't a stretch. Well, that's interesting. I feel like he could have done a, a bit slightly better job with the baddie, because I felt like the baddie from this was identical to the baddie from the first yeah. John Wick film. He was a psycho and an entertaining psycho. Yeah, like a Russian psycho whose son gets him involved in the, with the protagonist. Yeah, I think this film is strongest in its first half. Totally agree. I think the, the bus fight is fantastic. Bus fight is the high point. And it's, it's such a thrill. Yeah. I mean, it's just... It's cathartic. And I love the fact that he just keeps going back mm. on the bus. <laughs> he gets thrown out of the bus, then goes back on the bus. And each time he hits back at them, it just gets worse and worse to the point where he's going to kill them. It's fantastic. Yeah, the violence was pretty awesome, wasn't it? I did like the way that he punched people. You know, when he was pummeling a guy on, on the bus floor and he just punches him in a really rhythmic, satisfying way. Yeah. Like he's got, he has that skill. But he, yeah, he went for it. He was doing like lots of moves in single takes and I think they did a brilliant job. It, it really had a lot of impact, those fights. Have you ever had a fight on a bus? No. We spent a lot of time the, on buses, didn't we, we as young did. men? Well, I used to get the bus to school all the time. Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't have a fight on the bus. <laughs> we, we used to drive past the dockyards in Plymouth. I might have told this story already, but I don't think it's made the edit. <laughs> Go tell it again. We used to drive past the bus, the dockyards in Devonport. Get on. It was at a junction, so we'd always have to wait uh, to turn, and it was literally by the, the gate where all the dock, dockyard guys were coming out. Yeah. And, and the guys, in fairness, it was the guys at the top of the bus. The hard kids would just throw any leftover food that they yes. had. Yeah. They used to call them, it's actually quite clever, sitting dockers, they used to call them. That is quite smart, surprisingly. Yeah, yeah well, it was a grammar school. <laughs> uh, they would just pelt them, like pummel them with like apples and half sandwiches and stuff like that. Yeah. I remember one one time, a really burly man, I think he got hit by like a corned beef sandwich or something. <laughs> <laughs> like livid, sprinted yeah. alongside the bus. Oh, and obviously God. everyone upstairs like, dropped a massive box. And uh, he was like banging on the doors, going, like, "Open, open, driver, open up!" And open up this door. Credit to the driver; he he didn't let him on. Oh God! Covered in corned beef. Covered in delicious corned beef. Had some had some wild bus tales, didn't we? I remember seeing a couple of lads grabbed some young boy's backpack, hooked it on the back of a bus, and the bus drove off. <laughs> <laughs> and it went to Tavistock, which was about. <laughs> probably about an hour away on the bus and yeah yeah, i think the the boy had to his parents had to drive out to tavistock to go and get the the bag i think my biggest problem with the film was that it felt like it was pandering to sequels they were far more interested in developing this crew um who would continue you know christopher lloyd and rizza they're going to continue their story and it meant that there wasn't really any jeopardy in the last half of the film. None he got, at he all. He sent, fil- sent his family away. They were fine. I mean, I felt like maybe Christopher Lloyd could have died. Yeah. Or, just or Rizzo, to, like one Or Rizzo, just to give something, some consequences to what he'd done. It felt like there was nothing at stake. There was nothing. And that was a shame. Yeah. Um, because that last sequence, it was very entertaining, but 
I didn't care. Yeah, I, d- I just thought, oh, well, he's he's fine now, isn't he? Uh, you told me about the end of the most recent Rambo film, where it's just people dying in ho- with horrible traps, <laughs> yeah. with seemingly no consequence and no, no. point to any of it. No. It did have a little, felt a little bit like that. Yeah. They felt really hard about ingenious ways of killing people, but not actually how that's supposed to service a story. I mean, he, you know, he practically killed this guy's son, mm. the Russian mobster. And fair enough. He wants revenge on him. Yeah. And he actually, the mobster didn't hurt Bob's family. He didn't really hurt anybody. So I didn't feel sorry for him, but I, I didn't think he was wrong to do what yeah, he did. Yeah, no, exactly. I didn't feel strong, strongly enough at the end to be like so rooting for Bob Odenkirk. Maybe what it's like one of his, like his daughter got blowed up. It wouldn't work to kill one of his kids. Putting them in danger would have worked, but I don't think, you know, if yeah, they just killed his little girl at the end, I think... What if they much. blowed her up like Yafet Koto in uh, <laughs> James Bond? So it's a funny death. Oh, so a comical death. A comical death. So it's yeah. like compressed air and she goes... <laughs> blows up into a massive ball, shoots yeah. into the ceiling and then explodes. Yeah, you're right. That would have worked. That, that, that I'd have loved to watch. If that. they'd that, done that to Christopher Lloyd, that would have been great. All of a sudden, like, something's at stake. In conclusion, <laughs> Games Master, in conclusion, <laughs> would you flash this? Or fish it out. Tuffy this, because I'm a massive... Say it like someone on Games Master would. Oh, oh uh, Games Master. I would have to say I would flush this film. Oh, well, good luck with Sonic the Hedgehog. You flush it. I'm annoyed that you asked me first, because basically, if you had <laughs> said you were going to fish it out, I would have said flushed. And if you had said you were going to flush it, I probably would have said fished it out. Yeah, but you know what I'm going to say, don't you? Uh, I don't, actually. Well, maybe... You'll never find out. Yeah, no, we're not. We're not finding out what Ben has to say. I think from now on, we're only okay. going to hear my opinion on the film. <laughs> Brilliant. That's good. Ben is my guide, like helping me form my opinion. But then ultimately, the final call <laughs> is mine. We've definitely been working towards this. <laughs> yeah, Ben. Ben's basically just going to like curate a series of questions where I get to sound off on yeah. the film. Ten past my judgment. <laughs> Then the podcast finishes. Should we just call it? Should we just call the podcast Amen? <laughs> and it's just been me yeah. with my resting, resting my face on my hand like this, just looking yeah. up into the distance. He's resting his face on his hand, just you know, podcast. Did I said face? Didn't I? Yeah, you said resting my face on my hand like this, implying that people would be able to see what you were doing. I had hope people at least have a, like a f- half clue that <laughs> I'm kind of like making a. F- Making a fist and kind of resting my cheek against see it. See what happens, of... listener. See what happens. Well, what other way would you, like, rest your face on your hand? Like... <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't like it. doesn't like it. Being I'm criticized. not balancing my, my, like, <laughs> my chin on, like, one finger. Like, it's the normal no, way. You like rest... this suggests <laughs> that they would be able to tell what you were doing. They now they bet know. They can. They bet they can. You're constantly calling them idiots, Ben. They're a lot smarter than you think they are. Yeah. You know, doing cartwheels all the time, like this. <laughs> yeah, I know what a cartwheel is. I can see what that is. It, would they? they couldn't see it like this. You're talking to the listener, Eamon. You've got to be aware of your audience, not just me. They don't need to be spoon fed. We can't do this. We can't just make it about you. <laughs> I have to be part of it. <laughs> it's just not going to work. Anyway, so 
listeners <laughs> feedback tell us what you want <laughs> do, you, do you really want a two-headed podcast with boring old ben or a super cool awesome podcast where you hear Eamon shooting his mouth off like this like this <laughs> <laughs> that's what we'll call it like this like this we'll get we'll just doing you do your own podcast uh, i will do if you want to shut up and do your own podcast then I already do like a, a Big Brother's Bit on the Side style podcast, companion piece, where it's just what, me. What's it going to be about? No, I already do it. I just talk about... Oh, you did You did that one with um, Rudy Giuliani, didn't you? Celebrity Tugboat, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Do you know what? I called it though, didn't I? I said we had to record a bunch before he gets thrown in prison. <laughs> <laughs> he, is, he is this close. Yeah. I'm... And oh, if you didn't know what I was doing there, I was doing putting my thumb and finger really close to, to each other when I said this close. <laughs> I've got, you're learning. You're learning. Mm. You really are good at this. That's right. Oh, okay, well, everyone listen to Like This coming soon <laughs> to a podcast. Okay, go on. Please. So what would you do with this film, Ben? I'd fish it out. Yeah, uh, okay. So it would have worked. You know, all that chat, but it, yeah. it would have worked for you anyway. I, I, I did really enjoy it. I thought, as we said, the second half was, there was no jeopardy, but I did enjoy the spectacle just for that bus fight alone. Mm. I've got to fish this out. That was spectacular. All right, cool. Yeah. That was nice. So it's now time for this week's top five. Ooh. What's our top five this week? Top five this week is best serious movies with a lead who's usually a funny person. Ah, yeah. So if you win, you get to pick next week's film. If you lose, you have to do a forfeit. So in this film, Bob Odenkirk punches his irritating brother-in-law in the face. So forfeit this week is to punch your brother-in-law in the face. Yeah. Or my brother-in-law in the face. And side note, they're not irritating. They're very nice. They're lovely people. So we would do this punch with a very yeah, heavy heart. And a very heavy fist. <laughs> a rock solid fist. Yeah. We'll see who gets to do that after we've picked our top five. So I lost last week, didn't I? Yeah, So did. I get to pick the first set of of movies do it mate i'm going to suggest bill murray in lost in translation no i've not got that okay fine um this is a double okay i'm gonna say uncut gems yeah <laughs> amazing it's so good they pulled off a really hard trick which is coming up with a with a character who's really irritating and quite unlikable mm. but you can't stop caring about what happens to him yeah you're so like it's fully invested in what he's doing. It's amazing. That film just gave me terrible anxiety, <laughs> but in the best possible way. Ah, oh, so you've got one. One up already, mate. Annoying. <sighs> okay, this is a double. Mm -hmm. Jim Carrey yeah. in The Truman Show. <laughs> yes. Yeah, boy. Yeah, I thought you might get that one. Flipping love that movie. Yeah, that's a fantastic film. Modern classic, would you say? Yes, I would. Mm. I'd also say that about Uncut Gems. Mm. Real good. Your guess? My guess now. I'm going to go for uh, Hannah B. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> yeah! I'm just too obvious now. I know you really like him. And the, I know that he is a comedian as well. So Yeah, to I mean, Takeshi's Castle. Amazing that you can do something, a TV show that silly and yeah. then do like a load of really highly recorded Takeshi Kitano he is an absolute legend well done I think you might have won if you don't get this one then I have one uh it would be a duplicate yeah Philomena 
No, I quite liked it, but there are other ones that I prefer. Okay. So what was what were your top five, Eamon? Yeah, so I had Truman Show, Uncut Gems, uh, Stranger Than Fiction. Yeah. A One Hour Photo, which is a really good Robin Williams film. I also had One Hour Photo. Did you? Yeah, I did. Oh, respect. Yeah, yeah. Really good. I thought a long time about Goodwill Hunting, but I, I couldn't say that's one of my, like real favourite film yeah and uh, I've also put in The Big Short I thought you might have picked that which is Steve Carell I made foolish guesses go on what, what were yours yeah I had Uncut Gems Truman Show Hannah B One Hour Photo and Philomena not far off each other no not at all I'm amazed right. we both went for One Hour Photo and very pleased yeah it's a great film I think it's a great film that doesn't get enough enough credit and a great performance a great perf complete perf yeah and really good soundtrack yeah brilliant well that was it was a documentary about you when you did one of your jobs wasn't it that is yeah it's very closely based on on uh i became obsessed with this family mm. there were some issues in the hotel room don't really want to get into it but mm. it involved uh, an 18th century painting with an eye cut out didn't it <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah yeah that's what yeah. it did well, I'm afraid, Ben, this means you have to punch your brother-in-law in the face. Good news for you, of course, is you have a choice of two. <laughs> so who's, who's it going to be? <laughs> mm. Yeah, one of them is right really far away, so I think I know which one it's going to have to be. Sorry, that brother-in-law. You've got a, a sweet bunch of fives coming, coming your way. Oh, no. Well, that's twice in a row I've lost. This is rubbish. That's right. I'm on a real run of form. And last week... I had to spend seven years in prison. <laughs> so last week you had to spend seven years in prison. <laughs> last week. <laughs> How did that go? I've documented the whole thing and this is what happened. Hello? Hi, Chris Martin. Yeah, yeah, that's me. I'm going to be your driver for today. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, you're, uh, you're a little bit early. Yeah, well, y you know what they say. What? Um, it's it's good to be early. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, I've I've just got to go and and blow out some candles, and then I'll I'll be with you. Okay, cool, cool. I'll um I'll wait in the car. So this isn't the usual route. No, no. This is um a a better one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just gonna pull over, actually. Really? Yeah. Just just wait in here. Hello, is that the police? Yeah, cool. Um, I've just kidnapped Chris Martin. So it's my first day in prison. Uh, my plan worked pretty well. I got five and a half years for kidnapping Chris Martin. But I reckon if I make a bit of trouble, uh, I can get another couple thrown on. So um, I'm gonna go and knock out the biggest, hardest man I can find and see what happens. Excuse me, sir. Um, I can't seem to find any pies anywhere in here. Uh, maybe it's because you ate all of those pies. Ah, <laughs> oh, so I've just woken up in the hospital. Um, apparently, I've been in a coma for seven years, which is probably a blessing in disguise. Um, all that time, still couldn't grow a beard. <laughs> anyway, they've told me I'm free to go when my legs can support the weight of my body. Uh, so, uh, yeah, 
Guess that forfeit is ticked off. <laughs> oh, it's quite emotional listening back to that. Yeah, I can't believe seven years passed in the last week. <laughs> last week. But that's what you get if you don't guess enough good films. That's right. It's serious business. It's serious. Of course it is. You don't need to tell me that. Mm, spent seven years in the nick. I know. Exactly. I know it's serious business. You're calling me a tosser. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, you are. Okay, rude. Uh, oh, what are we watching next week? So I've chosen for the next episode to watch The Suicide Squad. Yeah. 2021 film written and directed by James Gunn. Yeah. And starring a load of famous people that I can't be bothered to read out. It's got tons of famouses. Yeah. So let's see how that, how that goes down. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks. That was a treat. Have a look on the social medias, mm-hmm. the Facebook, the Instagram. Are we going to go on Twitter again? Yeah, we're going to do that. We've been told to go on Twitter again. We've been told, apparently. Oh, the social media police. So we might do that. We'll let you know. And, yeah, support us. Yeah, do it, mate. People do Patreons and stuff, mm. don't they? Just give us a pound. Like You don't have to sign up for it. Just send us a pound. Just pop a pound coin through our uh, doors. Yeah, give us a couple of dime bars or something. Just a little treat. And next week, uh, we've got a huge special announcement to make. Oh, da, 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 da. that's right, Ben and I are getting married <laughs> live on the podcast. <laughs> Don't tell our wives we've not filed the divorces yet. Next week. Next week. We're going to serve them okay. the divorce papers live on air. <laughs> it's a two-parter. First episode, we serve them the divorce papers. Second, Ben and I get married. It's going to be real special. Eamon, mm-hmm. there's only one thing left to do. Yeah. Keep flushing. Bye now. Bye.